Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and Game Master. And this week we are concluding our run of The Good Society. I've had a lot of fun with this game. We ultimately didn't have enough time to play through it the way I really wanted to, but there's always more opportunities in the future. If you're a fan of Jane Austen, I highly encourage that you go out and check out this game. It's a real labor of love. I want to remind everybody that coming up this month, the 15th through the 17th, myself, the Broadswords, and Asians Represent will be at Breakout Con in Toronto. If you're one of our neighbors to the north, please come check us out. I would love to meet you at the show. I'm going to be showing off some new designs at the show, including a storytelling game based on the world of Sphere from our campaign podcast, and a storytelling game called Oh Captain, My Captain, based on one of Alex Roberts' designs. You can find out about all that and more over on the BreakoutCon website at BreakoutCon.com. For now, let's get to the show. I'll see you in the mid-roll, heroes. What's Nadine going to be doing? Is she going to be visiting, having someone visit her? Yes, I'm going to have Edwin visit. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, <laughs> and what, what do we think you and Edwin are up to? Well, I am going... I like that voice that you did for Edwin. But uh, <laughs> I think also uh, because he's military, my idea is that I want him to um, uh, talk to my parents. My parents, I want to be friends with him because... Rex is so um, wild and like flamboyant mm-hmm. and um, a hedonist, you know. And so yeah. I would like Edwin or this make is, him jealous. Make this him is jealous. All, this is almost what Edwin's job is for uh, Edward: is that he is a reputation enhancer. You know, yes. he is this military guy that will be your friend to help you advance reputation needs. So you're, you're trying to convince your mm-hmm. parents that Rex is on the up and up here, or yes. But also try and make Rex jealous by maybe furthering some kind of relationship with Edwin too, or yes, I think she is. I think that because okay. I think she is. Um, I, I don't think she's a one-trick pony. Mm-hmm. I think uh, definitely Rex is uh, high up on the monogamous board, but she could be. She's not polyamorous, but she does have her fingers in a lot of finger paints. <laughs> okay, um, so since we've got parents in this scene as well, uh, who would like to play parents? I can play a parent. Okay, anyone want to join Allie on that? All right, I'll do it. Great. <laughs> we join Nadine, Edwin, and Nadine's parents um, at a social event uh, of Edwin's choosing. This is almost a chaperoned date. Like, nothing is official, but, like, it has been arranged this way. And they are at a wrestling competition, a young <laughs> men's wrestling competition with lots of oils and uh, glistening <laughs> bodies. Soldier Boy is there. I must say, it always gets my blood pumping to, to watch physical competition. Well, wouldn't, wouldn't you agree? Oh, I'd so agree, Mama, Papa. Yes, my dear. It's so lovely to see you out on the town with someone deserving of our station. Yes, a strapping young man I love to see with my daughter. <laughs> I, uh, I must thank you for the compliment. Uh, uh, coming from a, a family so noble and, and, and honorable as yours, it, it really does warm my heart quite a bit. Oh, look at those abdominal muscles. His mustache curls. Uh, the honorable, uh, the honorable Sir Edwin. It quite excites you to watch these young men wrestle. 
Oh, it does. <laughs> I um, spent so much time in the military, you know. Uh, I, I have a great deal of appreciation for physical achievement. Edwin, don't be shy. Who among us has not indulged mm. in a bisexual proclivity. Yeah. I mean, yes. if we're being honest, the stupid choice is to be heterosexual. It doesn't exist in my book. <laughs> yes, yes, bisexual. That's what I am. <laughs> Indeed. Yes, of course. Now, honey, why don't you say your father and I go off and we could get a cone of candied chestnuts and Ooh. give you and Edwin a moment of time to speak amongst the young. Yes, darling, I'd love that. Oh, <laughs> uh, we, oui, Mama, Papa. Thank you so much. And also, remember that there's a show later, a carnival show. Uh, I do hate to correct uh, anyone's pronunciation, especially a lady so dignified as yourself, but since you are speaking French... Uh, it would be away. Ah, perfect, perfect. I could not have said it better myself, my dear. Oh, quite well. Goodbye. Oh, now that they're gone, Edwin, I must proclaim something to you. Well, what? What my, is it? My heart is hurting. Now I've tried to fall in love with you for the last twenty-five minutes, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm having a hard time. My heart is forsaking me and falling into the river and trying to grasp the grass on the sea. But it is a dry year, and there's no grass. And what I'm saying is, Edwin, I'm, I love people who wear fancy things, not just a beautiful uniform. And I, I'm sorry, but I, I, I cannot love you. So you're saying that you don't want me to propose to you and have sexual relations <laughs> with your female body. <laughs> well, my female body is up for grabs usually, but today I'm feeling quite protective. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I, I mean, what, what, what troubles you so, my dear? I, I being of the military class, we, we not only protect the citizens of this nation through military might and force, but also through emotional counsel. Then I do... Oh, my gosh. Go, guys. Go. Oh, yes. Go, boys. Go. Yes, boys. <laughs> my parents did love you so. You know, their their bisexuality is, is worn on the cloth of our, our family album. And and when, when others show it on their sleeves, it's quite beautiful and quite wonderful. And I've got to tell you something. All I want is Rex to, to sear into me with a sword and tell me something mean. <laughs> Oh, who hasn't looked at Rex and imagined the very same thing? <laughs> Edwin, thank you. And I, I know of your family's bisexuality. That's why your family crest is keys for the many parties that you would throw where people would go in one room or another and just take time to explore and indulge. <laughs> What's that? Who's where? Oh, ouch. You'll know yes. when you're older. Uh, but... If you truly desire something, you must pursue it. Uh, otherwise, youth is wasted on thoughts and fancy. Oh, Edwin, I couldn't agree more, but my parents think Rex is just a showman without a boat. Mm. <laughs> I can understand that reputation. I mean, who amongst us hasn't seen Rex running about in the mornings? 
genitalia bouncing and glistening goes. in the sunrise. His tight ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> it's so compact. So close to his body. Oh, I wish to be so close and so cozy. If you are to change a man's reputation and truly elevate him in the noble eyes of your mother and father, you must concoct a heroic deed for him to perform. Ah, oui, mes amis. No, this is France, my dear. Ah, mes amis. Ah, it is truly the language of romance and beauty. So he has to do something heroic. Yes. Let, 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 let it be in public, too. There, there can be no room to deny that the heroic action was done by Rex's hands and Rex's hands alone. Only then will you feel them upon your body. And I do want to feel them upon my body. Well, hmm. I'm trying to think what I want him to do, but I, I, I so often have to save myself that I, you know, Edwin... I think I have a plan. Thank you so much. Goodbye, boys. Good mm. luck. I'll be seeing you later, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Edwin, you're such a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have finished the se- the second, uh, uh, what is it, uh, novel chapter, uh, and we are on once again to reputation to see how the fallout from this series of farces uh, has impacted our overall uh, thoughts about ourselves. A uh, lot has happened. A lot has unfolded. <laughs> There's some stuff that's gone down, I think. Uh, some great character uh, development. Are we going to the ball scene? So, yeah, the, it's, okay. it's going to be this. Instead of going through things, I, I want uh, people to just take a look at your uh, reputation requirements. And if you think you got a positive or a negative, shout it out and, and yes. shout the justification for the thing. Uh, acting on desire in a way that can compromise your duty or morality. Uh, I am bunking up with a lot of uh, men, I guess. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so I, I think, um, uh, let's see, you're lush, you smell like poor, and... You uh, smell like boys. Yes, I smell <laughs> like boys. Um, you now have three negative uh, things, which is going to give you a negative reputation quality, which I believe they're listed there. Tell me which one you want. Uh, the negative tag? Uh, yeah. I feel like I need to go vulgar. Vulgar, <laughs> yeah. okay. For those that need to know, uh, your your negative tag, your bulg- vulgar outside. Well, it doesn't, and I don't have time to suss it out. Uh, so <laughs> uh, let's move on. Anybody else uh, feel that they got something negative or positive? Acted in controversial of society's conventions. I, <laughs> a, I asked someone to ask me to marry me. <laughs> yeah. Another man. I asked another man, but I think homosexuality is cool in this... It seems so, pretty yeah. cool. No, bisexuality, bisexuality is cool. Bisexual. Yeah. Homosexuality oh. is not cool. Well, I could be yeah. a bisexual. You are bisexual. I mean, I'm bisexual. Yeah. You could be. Exactly. Bisexual. You got two <laughs> people you. chasing after you. Uh, You're set. Uh, well, so, one's so we'll, chasing. The other one's just we'll, being we'll, we'll there. <laughs> promiscuous. How about um, that? Yes. You can be bisexual, but you can't be for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a where very, we draw the line. A very specific sexual mores. <laughs> Uh, uh, any anyone else, positive or negative? I don't um, know. Oh, I don't know. I was gonna say I don't know if it counted 
uh, acted in the service of duty or morality in a way that compromised my desires. Yeah. By oh yeah, absolutely. That's a positive. Uh, for, I would assume for proposing to someone I didn't want to propose I'll, to. I'll put down pity proposal. Oh, <laughs> thanks so much. <laughs> the hits keep coming. <laughs> um, and uh, what about for Nadine? Made a sacrifice or denied your desires to uphold the superiority of your rank, or maybe it's the mm. duty of morality, when I promise to keep Edward's secret. Oh, Even though yeah. I'm a oh. huge gossip queen, I, I think actually th this goes two positive things because even though you love someone, you haven't acted on those feelings yet, too. Right. Um, so I'm going to put can keep it together um, nice. for that. Barley. <laughs> Barley. 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 <laughs> Barley, honey, just wait. Hot <laughs> uh, <how to> fire. <laughs> Dumb chocolates made of almonds and, and I'm going to put a secret keeper. And I have a question, but yes. it may or may not plan out. <laughs> Would becoming a vigilante maybe be acting in obedience to society's conventions despite hardship in doing so? So I think that would... It's interesting because that. it is also the opposite of society's conventions. Because exactly. you are going around and above the law. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know what? We, we'll we'll. Uh, well, you could also argue. That I'll put down "I am the law" as a positive quality for you. Sure. I guess you could just say acted in contravention of society's conventions. Mm -hmm. Then. Uh, you know what? We'll, we'll put it down as negative and positive. How many times uh -huh. have you gotten that one during this game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like to become a vigilante. Yeah, I'd like to become a vigilante. <laughs> Fighting crime in the night. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Well, Jasper was the vigilante and just bestowed oh, the mantle right. of the boot. Mitt. The the combat boot. Okay. The combat boot. Uh, so the, this ball is going to be coming up. I think right before the ball, we're going to do one quick round of letters mm -hmm. leading up to mm -hmm. things. Um, so uh, let, let's start with Nadine. Nadine writing a letter or having a letter written to them. Oh, she's writing one. Okay. <laughs> to Rex. Mm. Dear Rex. It's Nadine. I'm trapped in a box. <laughs> this box is wooden, and it's in the basement, and it's in the basement of the ballroom. The moon vests have kidnapped me, and they've allowed me one letter, and the letter is to you. I am trapped. I have no food, and they're giving me this stamp to send to you. And I, my heart is hurting. My, I, I'm dripping with sweat, and my ball gown is wet. And what I'm saying is I need you, and I need you now. Please. I'm writing this in our secret code language that we had when we were five. Yes, I remember. Please, come get me and save me. I'm, I'll die in here, love. Yeah, I said it. Nadine. Oof, a doofa. Uh, what about Rex? Who's Rex going to write? Rex is going to reply to Nadine. In a box. Two box in the Moonfest Mansion. <laughs> Nadine, you are mysterious. <laughs> I suppose you write this in jest. I guess I can't be sure. I must say that every interaction we have, every passing day, you do become more and more <laughs> alluring. I don't know what you've done to me, Nadine, but I find myself thinking about you as the day passes. I find myself, my spirit growing closer to yours. I hope to find you in some small corner of the ball. Rex. Oof. Feel the tension. I hope to find you. I'm trapped in this box and you can rescue me. I hope to see you there. <laughs> It'd be great if we could see each other. Yeah. What about Alistair? Alistair is also writing a letter to Nadine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we'll figure out how it gets to where it's going. 
Dearest Nadine, I hope this letter finds you well. Things have been different as of late. <laughs> um, but I wanted to say, I, I know in the past I perhaps could have uh, afforded to give you a little bit more room. And I just wanted to say that y you're going to be getting a lot more of that because, oh, I'm just so busy <laughs> with something you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I've been risking my life lately, but that's for a totally different, also insane reason. <laughs> <laughs> Things are changing. I am changing. And I hope you're still as lovely as you've ever been. Oh. XOXO. Gossip. Gr um, <laughs> Alistair Reese. <laughs> uh, and what of Edward? Here's the tough option mm -hmm. of who this letter is going to. Because mm -hmm. I have one idea I want to see play out. <laughs> but I don't know who to send it to first. Who, who uh, are you caught between? I'm caught between Rex and Alistair. Mm -hmm. Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> well, man, I think you just got to choose. I think yeah. I would go with Rex because it seems like Alistair has a lot going on. <laughs> yes, he does. My brain is broken. And I don't. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, so this letter is going to go to Rex. Dearest Rex, I think I've finally figured out a way how you can have Nadine propose to you. What bigger way to get someone's heart than saving them from a tragedy? Alistair has been lusting after Nadine for so long. I think you have to fight him to win Nadine's heart. <laughs> In the letter. All right. It's like, it's, you know, it's the end. There's no more words on the page. <laughs> he turns it over backwards and forwards, so there's nothing. Maybe there's a secret code, invisible ink of some kind. We're trying to have stuff end at this poll. Yeah, yeah this poll... It's all on the table. So right. if you've got influence tokens, the ball is a good say, place to use them. Can I get them. a refresher on some good examples of uses for those? Uh, so you could have the ceiling of the ball fall down and yeah, <laughs> trap people. Uh, you you could have secret cousins show up. You could have nine Belgian children arrive at the ball and really create a complex situation. Now, question, uh, if they are general things and not person-specific things, mm -hmm. like, for instance, if I say that this character, something happens to them, I give them a token, they can choose to accept it, correct? Yes, yes. So but if, if it's like a general thing, like the chandelier falls... Is that an automatic yes? That, 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 is an, uh, that is an automatic. The chandelier falls is a major plot event, so you always have to spend a token. Okay. Um, but if the chandelier is going to fall onto uh, Nadine, preventing Nadine from proposing to Rex, mm. then you would, uh, you would ask. spend it to Rex or Nadine mm -hmm. because you're disrupting their plans. Okay. And they'd have the option of accepting or rejecting it. Those rumors are still on the table, too. So <laughs> Nadine could be a witch. Oh, yeah. She could be a witch. She could just be a witch. <laughs> I love it. Hey heroes, welcome to the mid-roll. I've got a radvertisement for you, and it is our last one-shot hearts radvertisement left from February. This one comes to us from at DannyPlaysRPGs on Twitter, and Danny wants me to tell you about Pod of Wonder. 
Pod of Wonder is a new podcast that creates an RPG world before your very ears. Each week, a group of friends take a random Wikipedia article, roll some dice, and turn fact into fiction in 15 minutes. Marvel at the adventures of a hero based on a giant anteater. Hear the radioactive element thorium turned into a relaxing spa. Have dinner at the Bread and Cheese Lands. But beware the Church of Lithgow. Pot of Wonder has new episodes every Saturday, and it can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Folks, I'm a big fan of the world-building process, and this sounds like a fun show to follow. A huge thanks to Danny and Pot of Wonder for saying such nice things about our programs on Twitter. We're probably going to do some kind of one-shot hearts-like advertisement promotion again at some point in the future, but for now, I want to remind everybody that you can book your own advertisements by heading to oneshotpodcast.com, clicking on Contact Us, and Advertise. There, we've got options for you to put personal messages in the show and professional messages like the one you just heard. Of course, OneShot is not just supported through our sponsors, we're also supported by our backers on Patreon. And before we get back to the show, I want to take time to thank a few of them. Austin Clemens, thank you so much. Rodney Rea Jr., thank you. Andrea Ringel, thank you so much. Justin Hunsacker, thank you. Morgan Gate Levin, thank you. Ben Summerfield Cow, thank you so much. Ryan Bolter of the Character Creation Cast, thank you so much for your support, Ryan. John O'Keefe, thank you. Byrony Russell, thank you very much. Michael Karaher, thank you so much. Trevor Waldorf, thank you very much. Corey Davis, thank you. Oh, goodness. Um, our next thank you goes out to Rasmus. Rasmus, it looks like some of the characters in your name were not accepted by the Patreon system. I think it says Rasmus Chirolanus. Thank you so much, Rasmus. And I'm so sorry that your last name got garbled by the system instead of my own mouth, which is what usually happens. Sean Stokes. Thank you so much. The other Melinda. Thank you very much. Bardvark. Thank you so much, Bardvark, for giving me, I think, the perfect character name and perfect new character species that should be in all D&D games. Christopher R. Gould, thank you so much. And Cameron Chai, thank you so much. Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon. We wouldn't be able to do this without your support. We're still hoping to hit the $8,500 a month milestone goal because when we do, we're going to be able to make the campaign podcast a weekly show again, which will mean fully twice the episodes that you get now. This week is a campaign week, so I hope you check out the new episode and why we need to get more of this show in all of our lives. With all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. We come to the Moonvest Ball. I think this is in a beautiful palatial estate that has been done up in silver and diamonds. The ballroom itself is a spectacular display uh, that feels like starlight is shining down on everyone in attendance. 
is a ball where sequins were required in the dress code. Yes. Uh, they want this evening to shimmer. There is ground up diamond dust in the punch this time mm. because every sip is going to shimmer and people are going to have severe health problems after <laughs> this. Uh, but on the night itself, it's going to be fantastic. Now, we know that Nadine is in a box. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like in order to make this plan, happen uh nadine you probably had to coordinate with the moon vest family um so they have put this box in kind of like the center of the room and it says like kidnapping victim on it like in in very fancy script it looks beautiful and i believe you were about to wave a token to introduce something oh yes i'm going to spread a rumor that Please do. I'm a witch. <laughs> oh, the rumor spreads. Ooh, so wow. now Nadine being a witch is either true or treated as though it's true. Mm. Oh, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> she's a witch, y'all. Or was a witch. <laughs> um, and she's very tall. I mean, it was nothing. Once, you, once a witch, always a Always a witch. A witch. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they've caught you in this witch box. Um, Which box? It's been it's been decorated. This box. It's it's painted silver. It's covered in diamonds. It's a gorgeous box. Since we know Nadine was kidnapped, uh, we know at least two people are going to be involved in the saving of maybe that kidnap victim. I, I want to start on Edward. Where is Edward in this ball when when things have kicked off? Well, like any ball, Edward is kind of getting drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm. Now kind of in a disheveled looking sequins outfit because, mm. listen, I've been drinking since I got here and that was a couple of hours ago. So I'm <laughs> building up courage to what I hope was going to happen tonight, which is finally Rex and Alistair going at it. Mm. I'm just going to be you know, observing the box, kind of looking around it because... <laughs> It, it says kidnap victim, but everyone is fine with it being here. Yeah, <laughs> they're all dancing around mm-hmm. it. Um, if this is some new, some old money type of tradition, then I'm all for this. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, it, it wasn't uncommon to to steal people away in, in the real old days before language was even developed. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you had limited communication tools to express love. I am enamored with this box at this point. <laughs> I, I'm just running my hands all over like this beautiful witch box. <laughs> I, I've only read about you. You've seen one in person and, and here of all places. Uh, I had to spend a lot of money to catch whatever witch is inside here. Of course I would expect someone like you to appreciate the craftsmanship of this witch box. Uh, says a woman with her hair done up with a silver tiara. She has a a very modest silver dress, um, and she is blushing profusely as she approaches you. Uh, It's Margaret, is that? Yes, yes. Oh, 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 sweet. (laughs) Edward, you've barely remembered. (laughs) (laughs) it's, It's just so stunning right now. It's kind of blinding my eyes there's so much sparkling in here but you've shown you shine the brightest oh 
your words are too sweet. Really, truly, they are too sweet. And to see that you appreciate this device is, is warming my heart even more. Did you know that the Moonvesses spent the last several days filling this box with a hose of water and, and drowning out the, the woman inside to punish her for her wicked witchiness? I th I've only thought that they would put crosses on a witch and those would burn her skin. I didn't know they would drown a witch as well. Oh, yes, yes. Only a light drowning, though. More mm -hmm. of a waterboarding than anything else. <laughs> you know, uh, things have progressed a little bit since the old days when we just lay a cross upon a witch. I don't know that I approve of it, but I, I do appreciate the effort. I only imagine what that witch is thinking inside of there. Knowing that this party is going around all, going on all around her and trapped in there, no way to get out. Are you spending your inner monologue token right now to? <laughs> oh to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do this. So that that would be the, the blue, blue stone, the blue one. Um, uh, to hear what is Nadine thinking in this witch box? <laughs> Fourth, my fellows, come what may, I am in here all damn day. <laughs> Sweating and profusely and knowing my tide, I really want to take that dick for a ride. <laughs> Where where is my night? Why is it day? Why is it night? Is it the ball? I hear them dancing and going about. I really want to get in there. Mm. <laughs> I'm sad and scared and witchy and bitchy and I need someone. I'm getting pretty twitchy. <laughs> As I would expect from a witch box, it feels truly horny. <laughs> Uh, to be inside a witch box. <laughs> if you would not mind, Edward, I would like to dance a witch box with you if we could. I've never had someone ask me to do that. This is... Thank you. Thank you, Margaret. I, I would gladly do that with you. And the two of them dance, and we see them spinning across the ballroom. I have to know... What are Rex and Alistair up to? Who would like to tell us about what their activities are first? Um, they're probably somewhere in some corner of the ball, uh, plotting exactly how the proposal will go. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair is also there, but out of the corner of his eye, he sees Edward dancing. Mm -hmm. And he shouts, um, Hey, Edward! <laughs> are you back from New Orleans? Oh boy! <laughs> and, then, and then he laughs to himself like this. Ha ha ha! Alistair, please focus. I'm sorry. It's no time for jokes. It's no time. There are serious matters that we must attend to. Now, um, it must be grandiose, you know, really to, uh, to capture the attention of that witch. <laughs> What did you say? That's true. <laughs> but of course. Now I understand how I was bewitched so easily. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. This will work and I won't have to worry. How would you like to do it? Hmm. I assume I'll probably get down on one knee. Or maybe you'll but get down on one knee. No, you are proposing to me. You <laughs> will get down on one knee. Okay. You will look me in my beautiful eyes and you will say, Rex Navarez. 
will you be my lawfully wedded husband? We also, it'll be sort of a marriage thing too. Uh, immediately. You really have to, you really have to make the point that you're not interested in her at all. Um, Phoebe cast a, Phoebe oh, cast yes. a inner, monologue. Inner monologue. Yes. What is inner your inner monologue, Rex? My, my inner monologue. <clears throat> if this all goes to plan, Alistair will propose to me. I will smack the ring out of his hand and say, absolutely not. <laughs> Don't you know that I only have eyes for one bewitching woman? <laughs> and I will look, I will look Nadine in her beautiful eyes, and I will say, Nadine, <laughs> be with me forever. My God. Oh no, I bet even at that point she'll still want to propose to me. <laughs> and then discreetly, I will say to Alistair, I'll whisper in his ear and I'll say, you goddamn fool. <laughs> <laughs> you got played, bitch. <laughs> Good. Okay, so we, we come out of that internal monologue. <laughs> So you looked like you were wandering off somewhere. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm. I'm sorry, my dearest friend. Um, yes, 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 yes. Um, we have to make sure that Nadine is near when we do when we uh, do do the proposal. Okay. All right. Do you know where she is? Hmm. <laughs> There's a zoom out to the witch box. <laughs> I dare say I don't. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, it couldn't be. My God. That letter wasn't in jest after all. What she, letter? Oh, she did, of course, write me a letter. I'm, I'm, it was nothing, though, nothing. It's, there's nothing going on between Nadine and I. She just wrote a letter saying, you know, she may be in a box, and I think she is. <laughs> <laughs> I think she, in fact, is in the box over there. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's a minor blip, don't worry, my friend. We have to get her out. Otherwise, what's the use of proposing if she's not watching because she's trapped in a you're box? You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. All right, well, uh, small addendum to the plan. We'll both go to the box. We'll save her from it after you propose to me. And then, of course, you and Nadine will live happily ever after. Yes, ooh. ooh. You- Are you spending it on yourself? I'm going to no do this way. real quick. Okay. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Surely we both don't need to rescue her. If I can incapacitate him in some way, I can open the box and save her myself. Mm. <gasps> Eat shit. <laughs> the monologue ends. All right. I've been, yep. I've been playing influence token. I would like to cold cock him. <laughs> yeah, okay. So this is your paying to him, and yes. he can choose to accept or reject it. No. <laughs> uh, oh, how I would have liked to have cold cocked him. <laughs> um, so you get that influence token back. You can spend it on something else. Instead of cold cocking him, uh, okay. you can take a swing at him and inspire other events. You know, you... you Oh, wait. Okay, I've got one. Mm-hmm. I spend an influence to- oh, token to have Jasper mm-hmm. in full vigilante, vigilante garb. <laughs> yep. Very much like a Robin type. Yes. To my boot man. Swing in through a nearby window, mm-hmm. breaking it, and rushing to the box yes. to free Nadine. Okay. Damn this it. is yep. This is or to attempt to free. Yeah, we're doing this, everyone. Yeah, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Great. So Jasper uh, has been 
waiting on the roof of the the ha- the manor, just primed and ready in a full leather outfit that is very expensive from beautiful Jersey cows that this leather has been made out of. Uh, and he hears the signal that Alistair is shouting and he's making the sound of a rooster. So uh, Jasper... <laughs> it's my time! I must away! And I swing down and kick through the window, uh, and I land uh, on top of the box, and I am surveying the whole party, and I say, get away! Back off! And I um, pull out all my tools. I have like a series of tools, and I'm, I have like a little mini crowbar, and I'm trying to mini crowbar the box open. Now, these tools, are are they boot-themed? They're all boot, yes. <laughs> a crow boot. <laughs> a, boot a boot driver. Yeah, I a think, grappling boot. I think it's a big shoehorn that yeah, you're using as a crowbar. Yeah, a big shoehorn, and I'm trying to... So now I'm going after the box. Um, and I have uh, my mask. It's only over my eyes, but I have in my picture here, I have like a very distinct nose and mouth mm-hmm. and like a really long head. Aww. So you would know that it was me. Yeah. <laughs> my eyes are not my most distinguishing feature. Uh, so Nadine, you feel someone trying to open the witch box. Mm. Yeah. I do. I feel someone uh, <laughs> opening the witch box, and I am so sweaty. I am the most. I'm damp. I am. Uh, my <laughs> hair is tangled. I just. I can't really breathe, and I just. I thought that's what's happening, and I. Oh, it's being opened, and I am pissed <laughs> <laughs> because this. Okay, and I. <clears throat> excuse me. Hello, ma'am. <laughs> It is I, the combat boot. <laughs> oh, the combat boot. Oh, I should have known. No one gives a hell about me. Oh, little old Nadine. Oh, who are you, some string bean? Maybe I should fall in love with you. Okay, what? Now we're talking. <laughs> but no, no, I, can't, I, I must pass along a message. No, you have strong eyebrows and your strong, beautiful, bloody hands. <laughs> no, From the st- glass. Stop! No, I don't. Shush! I must pass along a message from the man who, of service, I am in the employ. <laughs> Fine, but I want to love you. <laughs> I... Would want nothing more, but my loyalty is to another. You must find the man with the best boots, and he will be the one to capture your heart. And when you meet him, proclaim your love to the man with the best boots. I didn't say the most expensive boots. I said the best <laughs> Best quality. Best quality Best looking. Boots. Maybe the ones that make me feel best. Yeah, the best, just okay. all around best The boots I want to get in. Okay. The, yes. Okay. okay. And well. then you too shall knock boots. He disappears. Yeah, I feel like he floats away on that line. In the smoke, I disappear. Uh, My gown is completely soaking wet. Uh, uh, There's sequins that are falling off that are swimming in a puddle underneath me. And as I I get out and I try to do a spell, but my fingernails are all withered away. And so, um, yeah, I try to do a spell, but I can't. So I'm walking and I'm looking at the ground and people have like sparkly shoes and they're like tall boots, but those are like up to their waist and that's not what i'm looking and then i find two people whose boots look exactly the same except for the left boot has the markings of a traveler and as i look up 
It's Alistair. And I'm pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Alistair, this person has just crawled out of a witch box deliriously around the room. I feel like you've heard the slurred words, boots. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking boots. And now they are looking up at you. (laughs) It was you. It's always been you. What? I've always wanted to hear you say that. Why wasn't it your hands that got me out of that witch box? It's complicated, but I had to have my close friend and confidant leap from the ceiling to kick through a wind. I was wrapped up with this asshole. <laughs> What's all this now? See, oh, Nadine, I'm, I'm so glad to see you here. Oh, Rex, you've done nothing. I sent you a lengthy letter telling of my woe, and you treated it like thought, sandwich spaghetti. I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was a goof. I didn't. How could I have been expected to know? How could I have been expected to know that your words were literal, Nadine? I'm so sorry, but you must. Oh, Alistair, now. <laughs> Go now! <laughs> do what? I don't think so, Rex. No! This was the plan, yeah, Alistair. do it. Be fun. Be fun. <laughs> <laughs> See? Did I not tell you I know her heart and how her mind works? Maybe you're right. Do it. <laughs> Maybe now, when I'm so close to having everything I could ever want, I should throw it away. Do it! propose to you. Do not it! Not, you fuck! <laughs> I then buy a token... <laughs> To take off one of my boots <laughs> and throw it at uh, a chain that is linked to the chandelier that just so happens to be precariously above Rex's head. Ooh, okay. Um, I'll accept it on the condition that it doesn't hit me. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. It's like a okay. cartoon where it's a yeah, circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rex yeah. does have a, a influence token now. Um, uh, you, you get the one that was spent, uh, but the chandelier falls, uh, and it was precariously above your head. Uh, you dive out of the way just in time to avoid being crushed to death by this crystal chandelier. Uh, but you are now away from both Nadine and from Alistair as they draw near one another. One, a sparkling image of of nobility and money uh, in a fine suit, and the other, a half-drowned witch. A wet sweaty witch. A tall, sweaty wife. <laughs> Listen, you're never going to believe this, but he wanted me to propose to him. In marriage. I could never, for since the first day I gazed upon you, Oh, I knew I wanted oh, to God. gaze You're upon so you clingy. every <laughs> oh, oh, God. Wait, what? This is too much. It's just save me and be done with it. Uh, now, let's get a condo. Let's live on separate ends of the house. Uh, and let's read books. Like, what are you fucking doing? Yeah, just get off of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair sadly looks down at the floor and goes, well, this got out of hand. (laughs) Um, Alistair plays an influence token. Yes. Yep. 
and grabs <coughs> a bit of broken glass <laughs> from the chandelier and goes, I did the best I could. <laughs> and, <laughs> and just cuts his own throat. And goes, and as, as as blood pours down his neck, he goes, Ugh. And you probably would expect a nice dramatic monologue, but instead it's just like, Well, I'd like to spend Ugh. an influence token. <laughs> <laughs> your last words are your proposal to me. <laughs> I accept on uh, the caveat <laughs> that I that after I say, Will you marry me? I there's a comma and I say bitch. Yeah, for sure. For or, sure. Bitch, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I, I see all this happening. And I seeing Alistair fall down to the ground, uh, apparently dead, I run over to the mm-hmm. group, pick up his head and say, Alistair. They say when you hate someone, you find your true self. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Okay. No, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Do people say that? Yes, I think I've heard it before somewhere. I, I, I never knew who I truly was until you came along. And now that you're gone, I don't know what I'll do without you. And I'll lay like a single kiss on his forehead. <laughs> 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 and I'll just cradle his, his dying, d- dying his dying head in my lap. Wow. <laughs> so Alistair has proposed to me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> and I say, oh, I smack his dead hand. <laughs> and I say, absolutely not. <laughs> Marry you, you fool. There's only one person who I could ever love. <laughs> and I won't say who that person is. Okay. <laughs> Nor will I look at that person directly in the eye ever. Hmm. I'm listening. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say that if that certain person wanted to spend their days next to me, that could maybe be okay. Rex Arias? Yes? My fingernails are gone. I'm sopping wet and I'm in the middle of this ballroom. Will you take me? Uh, she separates her uh, left wedding finger. Uh, she uh, it just comes off because she's a witch. <laughs> <laughs> she gave it. She gets down on one knee and says, "Rex, I don't know what's come over me. Maybe the power of Satan, or maybe just your eye color. But will you marry me?" I guess. We cut over <laughs> to uh, the the Rowley parents watching this scene. Nadine was going to go through the trouble of trying to prove to them uh, that Rex would be a suitable suitor. Fuck me, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Good lord. Um, well, 
Okay, yikes. Let's just start there. Yikes the roof. I mean, how, what? I mean, just for starters, huh? Okay. Let's... I mean, primarily, what? Several questions, chief among them, why? <laughs> and also, when? I mean, when our daughter did this, what did she do? Why did she do it? And how did it happen this way? A witch since when? Okay, yep, that one... It, Quite My frankly, God. least of the troubles. Honestly. Least of the troubles. I hope that finger goes back on. My God. Uh, okay, yikes. All right. First of all, whoo, buddy. Okay, I'm... Are you tired? I'm fucking I'm tired. Exhausted. I am exhausted. I'll say the least confusing thing that's happened is uh, the fact that Rex is bisexual. Yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, we um, all should seen that coming. Of course. Okay, so here we go. I mean, at this point, it's like, why the fuck not? Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, if I can interject real quick. I want to use the influence token. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make it a it's common knowledge that a bisexual and a witch can't, <laughs> can't get married on the moon festival. Oh. oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they can't get married during the moon festival. It has okay. to be. Well, <laughs> all right. I mean, first of all, for our crops, it's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start there. Yes. And it gets worse. <laughs> Um, In the I, eyes of God. I mean, I wouldn't want to become a cat, which we all know oh, happens. Exactly. Um, well, Nadine, get over here at once. Um, Nadine walks over. My dear. Um, pissed. What? <laughs> Don't you take that tone with Do me. not speak to your mother in that manner. I will, oh, okay. I will, in, I will drag you home yeah. by she, your falling off fucking fingers. She okay? brought you into this world and she'll take you right out. I'll put you right back up in there. Mm-hmm. I've been in a box, Mama. Give it to me. What? Oh, we've all been in we've a box. We've all been in a box. You think I wasn't 21 and locked in a box? <laughs> Listen. You think I didn't save your mother from a box? That's I did. That's how we do it. <laughs> I want you to know that I understand that being a young witch is confusing. Mm. And your body parts are falling off, growing back, <laughs> growing bigger. It's a wild time. But if there's one thing that I must forbid you to do on this night, it is marry this man. Well, get ready to be a kitty cat. Because <laughs> I can't wait. You, you would turn your mother into a kitty cat. Have, like we didn't raise you. Like we've done nothing for you. Ungrateful child. Fly me to the... <laughs> what is she doing? Oh no. What is she doing? Let me see. Beneath the stars. Edwin, you too? Edwin, no. <laughs> How the world has conspired against the Raleigh parents. Let me feel what spring is Darling, like. Darling, Our daughter's closest friend. Jupiter, Jupiter and Mars. Mars. Thank you, Mark. Darling, you're growing whiskers. In other words. What are you? <laughs> meowing. Hold my hand. I know you're turning into a cat, but I think you forced that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> Darling, well, I guess this is goodbye. I'll put up a, ca- a scratching post for you around the castle. <gasps> Off she goes. And I think it zooms out on this ball, blood all over the floor, <laughs> fragments of chandelier and witch box intermingled. Candles spilled out all over the place. 
the people turning into cats, crops failing, and yet people in the ballroom still dancing. Everybody loves a wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get mad at a wedding. As a credits roll by, we see in the spirit of and with the explicit approval of Jane Austen, presented by the Good Society. <laughs> Thank you all for playing <laughs> with me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. We did something. Mm-hmm. That was a choice we all made mm-hmm. <laughs> together. We can't go back from this now. <laughs> no. oh, I can't wait to tell my grandfather about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, heroes, that's it for one shot this week. But don't worry, we'll be back again next week with For the Queen, which is kind of sort of continuing our romance theme. I am extremely excited about the cast for that episode, but I'm not going to give you any spoilers. Let's just say you won't want to miss it. In the meantime, if you're looking for other great gaming shows, be sure to check out one of the other programs on the OneShot Network. Like Asians Represent. Asians Represent celebrates Asian creators and diversity in the gaming community. Join hosts Agatha Cheng and Daniel Kwan as they discuss gaming, genre, and representation with their guests, and occasionally argue with each other about the sound of Agatha's beloved Airhorn app. You can also check out the streaming programs OneShot has over on our Twitch page, twitch.tv slash OneShotRPG. This week on Tuesday, we'll have a new episode of A Woman with Hollow Eyes Season 2, and on Thursday, we'll have a new episode of Total Party Kill. You can find those and more at twitch.tv slash OneShotRPG, and you can find our archive of past streams over on our YouTube page. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. And this week, I want to point out to our listeners that a slew of anti-progressive judges are currently in the process of having their nominations approved. You can do your part to push back against those approvals by calling your representatives. Now, when I call my reps, I use a site called fivecalls.org. There, you can look up issue summaries like the various judges that are looking for approval. Find contact information for your representatives and have a script to read so you can get your message across while you're on the phone. Calling is quick and easy, and it lets your representatives know that these issues are important to you. And that's how we make progress. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest OneShot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.